0: hey welcome back to the Himal or Speaks podcast um thank you for tuning in thank you for listening um and i'm sure you're here third time lucky um how blessed i am to have you listening oh man it's quite cloudy outside and i am kid free kid free first one is at nursery Second one is chilling with her auntie. So I am also chilling for the hour that I have left. I've left conditioner in my hair from yesterday. Yes, um, hair enthusiastics don't come for me because I've been doing this for a long time and nothing has happened to my hair. Me and my sister, we've been doing this for years. Um, and I'll eventually wash it out. Um, before I go and do my nursery run. Um, And I have meetings today on Zoom back-to-back, literally. Um, Yeah, I have Zoom meetings today, a lot of meetings. Um, And so, yeah, today is jam-packed. But I'm grateful. I'm grateful to be having it jam-packed because if not, guys, I'll just be lying down sleeping. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes having that nice... Peace and quiet helps. So, um, I'm not actually mad at it at all. And routine helps. Routine helps at the appropriate time. Because sometimes, too much routine, too much routine can even exhaust you. And I'm not about to be exhausted. I'm about to enter my soft life years at 35, oh yes, 35, thriving and having soft life, that, my dears, is the life, right now, and so, um, yeah, I, I, I'm just, I'm just taking it all in, so, um, I'm not gonna pedal back too much, but yes, I'm a mum of two now, um, and I'm adjusting, I'm adjusting, I'm blessed actually, I'm really really bre- blessed, I'm going to say breast, hey, the Ghanaian in me sometimes does come out, I'm very blessed that my baby, um, and I'm going to enjoy, continue to keep calling her baby, because she's growing up too fast, is, she's so good, she's so good, oh my gosh, I'm blessed, she's so good, My first daughter was great, right? But this one, oh wow, she loves to sleep. And so she's allowed me to do a lot of things. But as she's growing, obviously, she demands a bit more time, but I'm not mad at it at all because she still enjoys the sleep. So in terms of that, Lord, I am grateful. So Hima speaks now. We've come to a point now that I've re-shifted myself. I've re-shifted myself. Um, and I'm doing something so passionate, something that's close to my heart, something that I absolutely love. Um, and I'm now coaching. I'm humor, speaks to coach. I'm still him. I speaks to host, but I'm not hosting right now. I haven't offered no services, but I'm coaching. And you're probably thinking, "Oh, how did you get into that?" Listen, I've got to learn that your life experiences will shape you to where you are supposed to be and who you're supposed to be so i have mentioned that i had a first miscarriage on my first year of um marriage and then exactly two years after i had a second miscarriage um and none of my miscarriages have been straightforward i have been featured on uh channel four news and spoken about it um And I believe those two, two times that I had my miscarriages, um, they affected me in different ways. Now, when, and this is not to take anyone out of how they feel, um, because everybody copes with things differently. But for me, my journey was that I was just silent. So when I went through my two miscarriages, I just became silent because I needed to think. And for me, early early on in my life, um, I've always learned not to rely on emotions because I've learned early that emotions can take you somewhere that you don't want to go. Emotions can take you somewhere that you're not sure where it's going to take you. And so I learned quite early that when you go through tragedy, silence is the best key. And so when I'm silent, I actually don't speak to anybody. I'm just silent. Because I want to be able to be still and gather my thoughts appropriately. And so that's what I've done. And in that time, as I says, I've been able to birth two things. I've birthed Ladies in Waiting. I'm the founder of Ladies in Waiting, which is a women's organisation. And I was also able to birth Ohima Speaks as well, whilst I was waiting to be a mum. And by the grace of God, and I say by the grace of God, Ladies in Waiting is still thriving. Um... I believe this year will be seven years in October. And I'm so grateful to God because I have been able to rely on him to take us through stages with ladies and waiting. And I'm still going to rely on him when it comes to him, our speech. And so my main thing, I wanted to give back and and as i says everybody's different but i knew deep down when god gave me my babies i'll have to share my testimony and i want to help those on those and that journey because when i had my miscarriage it was lonely man it was so lonely and when i say lonely i had people around me don't get it twisted but i didn't have anyone to talk to about having those flashbacks having those moments i spoke to my husband speaking to my husband was very easy and simple and i understand that not all marriages have that but i was i'm blessed to have a husband that i you know i was able to speak to and talk about, and and pray about, you know, um, and pray with. But at the same time, I didn't have a community to speak to about. Because you can talk to your husband about it and so forth, but I still craved a community, women, to speak to about. Now it's different when you know, even when I was having my miscarriages, it wasn't even really a, a topic on social media. And I remember my mum saying, "I never had a miscarriage, so why are you having one?" And I was just like, "Mum, it's not generational. Um, and these things happen, but there there's some uh, there's a light under." at the end of the tunnel and it's not just having your kids that's the light um, at the end of the tunnel. It's what you're going to do with your testimony. What are you going to do with your testimony? Because I could be one of those women that as soon as I've had my kids, I could be like, God did it for me. He could do it for you and take loads of pictures with my kids and Put myself out on social media, but that's not me. I'm so sorry. That's not me. I'm not going to be putting my kids up on social media and showing. Nah, that's not my stance. Now, if anybody else does it, that's up to them. Everybody has their way of how they do things. But me, Abigail, no. Because I want to help those who are going through it. Listen. I got married 2016. Let me even take it back. I got married 2015. Traditionally. We signed 2015 December. I did my church wedding May 2016. We didn't have our first child till November 2020. Can you do the maths there? Please. Simple addition and subtracting. It wasn't easy. It was not easy at all. If you know me well, you know I'm always happy for others. Always. I have been able to tap into a wisdom that a lot of women have not tapped into because they either haven't got guidance or they haven't prayed about it. I've been able to tap into a wisdom that if you are happy for others, your own will be coming. So trust me, I was happy for others, celebrating others, doing the most for others, serving others, because it's important to serve those who are going before you. I'm going to pedal track a minute. When and I, and I can't say I was waiting for marriage, you know, because how I got married is truly by the grace and the favor of God. When I gave my life to Christ in 2015, no, the crossover service between 2015 to 16, when the pastor says, "Does you know, you've had a, you've had a, you know." This year, it was a crossover, sorry, let me go back, 2014 to 15. If you don't want a year like you've had, please um, come to the front. Listen, I had nothing to lose, so I went to the front and I gave my life to Christ. Okay. And when I gave my life to Christ, I started, you know, going back into church. We had the January 21 Days Fast i put into my prayer points lord i'd want to be married i want to see this in a a man i put my seed of faith and i just continued to have my relationship with christ i weren't looking for marriage but it was something that we were encouraged to pray about and i'm telling you when i met my husband and i spoke to my uh, my pastor I was like, I don't have time for this, man. I'm trying to get my relationship with Christ. And she was like, no, Abigail, no, you need to speak to him. She was encouraging me. And I was just like, what? I don't have time for this. All. <laughs> I'm trying to get my relationship with Christ. Because previously, the year before, I was in a horrible relationship. Ah, oh, horrible relationship. Oh, my gosh. It was so bad. So bad. Uh, um, literally, the only thing that did not happen to me was DV. I'm I'm just saying, okay? I'm just saying. Um, so my mind wasn't there. But you know what? Whilst I still desired marriage in my heart, as any most women, I can't say any, but most women did, I didn't take that to my head. No word of a lie. I didn't take it to my head. We all watched I Do Ghana. We all had the Bella Nigers. We all had the little saved on our Instagram. Don't lie. Don't lie, sister. Don't lie. We all have that. Okay. From the beginning of Instagram. Let's not front here. But for me, when I was invited to weddings, um, I always made sure like I helped out. Now, the weddings I was invited to in a season within 2012, between 2011, 2012 to 2015, most of the weddings I was invited to was via friends. I personally did not know the bride, okay? Now, I'm saying this so you remember that when you are waiting for something, from God, you need to also learn how to serve. Okay. And so I remember this Pacific wedding that I was at. And when I tell you the bridesmaids and the people that were supposed to be coordinate coordinating that day, they were a shambles. I'm sorry to say, they were a shambles. Literally, nothing was prepared. And the bride was about to walk downstairs to see how everything was going. I didn't even know the bride and I ushered her away from the kitchen. And I said, don't worry, we've got this. Because I was looking and I was like, ah! If this was to ever happen to me, I might collapse. And so me and my friend at the time, we were actually on our knees cleaning the floor. All her bridesmaids had dispersed. This is after the wedding, guys. All the bridesmaids had dispersed. Some of them were doing canoodling with other guys. The the other girls that were probably wearing cloth or wearing another piece of clothing, but they were the, the ladies to help out. They were doing their own thing. And I was on my knees cleaning the floor at a bride's wedding, a bride I did not know i think it was my friend's friend i cleaned i washed dishes i packed away those glasses going back to john lewis or waitrose where you hire them and i made sure everything was sparkling clean because i did not want the bride to remember this i didn't even do this because i thought somebody would give me a pat on the back pat on the back for what please i was on my knees in my clothes I did not even bring leggings or anything. I wasn't prepared. But I was thinking, if this was me, I would want somebody to do this for me. So I did it. I did it. And listen, When I, let me tell you, when you serve with your whole heart, God will give it back to you triple fold. Now, some of you might be thinking, okay, but you served. You had these miscarriages. It's not about that because I know some of you might be small-minded. You might be thinking of that. So we need to thrash this. No, that was my journey, okay, and that's not somebody else's journey. But can I tell you that every single penny me and my husband put into our wedding, we got back. We got back we got back every single penny that we put into our wedding we got back and more and I can testify that my wedding did it, it cost about 5 grand but this is a wedding from 2016 I planned my own wedding listen I'm not about to have a 20,000 pound wedding and I haven't bought a house it was a lie that was my own thinking. I know nowadays things are different, but I always say people, do you, do you please, do you. And so with that being said, okay, um, I serve people at weddings. Um, I just had to make sure now people might think, oh, didn't you go into wedding coordination? No, cause I'm not a wedding coordinator. But I like order and I like things done well and I love to serve people. And so maybe the message on this podcast is whilst you're waiting, serve. Because the businesses that I have today, yes, it's truly by God's grace, but it's also truly because I served. I served people when they were starting off their businesses. Before Instagram and that became famous and we used to repost, I'd be there helping out. They know themselves. I was helping out. And so don't be afraid to serve whilst you're waiting. Don't be afraid to serve whilst you're waiting. And so, as I says, I was waiting to become a mom. Um... For all these years. And as I was waiting. Um, to become a mum. I was serving. And so, I've, and now that I'm a mum. Now that I'm a mum of two and counting by the grace of God. Please oh, Don't go and take this counting to say. Oh, him I suspecting again yet? Yeah. If I'm suspecting, you'll know when the baby has come. Because I'm not about to put myself out there. To show you my belly, that's not my thing. So yeah, and counting by the grace of God. And so, I want to reach out to those women who are waiting, because nobody knows how it feels when you've been married, and I'm not talking about married one or two years. ah, uh-uh. married one or two years, my friend, you are still in honeymoon. You're still in honeymoon. I got married 2016. I became a mom. No, 2020. So yeah, four to five years. So the ones that after three years are waiting, that journey. Who talks? To, who do you talk to about? Who do you talk to about that waiting stage, and how your mind is going? Do people even ask if you're okay? or they say to you is, oh, it will come. It will come. It will come. But what do you do in that time? And that I'm going to make sure that we, we delve into, into the next episode so we can have this conversation buzzing. So I'd like to say thank you. Listening and any questions, as I've said, you can always DM me, you can email me on ohimarspeaks at gmail.com on the art of serving because I actually love talking about the art of serving. Um, so, yes, make sure you share this with your friends and family and make sure you tune into the next episode. Of this podcast series. Take care.